Bonjour et bienvenue. This is Le Petit Podcast, a shorter version of You Are So French, to catch up with previous guests and hear what they've been up to. Today, we talk with Laure Legros, our guest from episode 4. We speak with her about her achievement and her 2022 French of the Year in Australia award. We recorded this conversation the day before the holidays, so we also spoke about travel plans and discovering Victoria by train. We respectfully acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eroa Nation who are the traditional owners of the lands on which this podcast was recorded. And we pay our respect to their elders, past, present and emerging. Bonne écoute. Bonjour, Laure. Hello, Aurélie. How are you? Good, thank you. And you? Yeah, very well. Looking forward to this uh, year ending and finally getting on a break. Thank you so much for jumping on the call. Just I think one day before your holiday, it's been a busy year for you. I think I'm going to have to take time during the holidays to reflect a little bit on everything that's happened, though I want to try also not to think too much about work and climate and all the issues that we're dealing with and take some time to rest, disconnect and uh, get some uh, energy for the year to come. Reset, I guess. Well, you can maybe use this mini podcast episode to reflect and then you switch off for the rest of the year. I think last time we spoke was one year ago, and I'm sure many things happened since then. The one thing I wanted to start with is this award that you received, French of the Year 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Can you tell us about the whole process, the nomination, the ceremony, what it represents for you, and also how it can serve you in what you are doing with Climate Race? The French of the Year Award was organized by this media outlet called The Courrier Australien, which is the oldest French newspaper overseas. It was uh, relaunched about two years ago, and to celebrate the, the relaunch, they decided to organize this award ceremony to celebrate all the French people achieving great things in Australia. So there was many different categories uh, and we were nominated in the sustainability category. So it was myself and uh, Milen, my co-lead for Climate Fresk, and we were nominated for the work we did raising climate literacy in Australia through Climate Fresk. There was a, a few steps in, in the process. We were first nominated by the public and then there was uh, judges selecting finalists and uh, and then another round of public votes which we were really fortunate to to win after we heard that we won we were invited to this prize uh, ceremony in Sydney with all the other uh, winners from different categories and we gave a short speech which for us was the perfect opportunity to promote climate fresh voice the urgency of acting on on uh, on climate change again so for us really it was all about connecting with the community and and getting that opportunity to talk about uh, the cause that we're serving and and trying to engage people to to act on climate change and how did you feel the french community reacted when what well, during this whole process the vote and then the ceremony and since then the awards have you been able to leverage this prize and really make it an asset to to talk more about what you are doing 
morning. Yeah, there was lots of uh, support on the night. And after the speech, we had quite a lot of people coming to us to congratulate us on, on the work that we were doing and, and also thank us for, for the work that we're doing, which I find interesting because I... As much as I appreciate being thanked for the, for this work, I, I, what I would like to see is is more people coming on board and and actually joining us on on the mission. But yeah, it, it was really good for us kind of promotion opportunity, and we made some connections um, on on the night that are really valuable and will enable us to accelerate next year. So lots of really influential people in this room. There was actually one of the uh, MPs uh, present. One of the perfect outcome would be if we were able to get climate fresk in uh, Australian Parliament next year. So that's a that's a big goal, but I can see, I can definitely see it happening. We're kind of riding the momentum of climate fresk in France. There's been uh, a recent announcement that the government will train all public servants on climate, but also other environmental issues and provide 20 hours of training in which Climate Fresk will be the first entry point. And so we're kind of utilizing that in Australia to try and reproduce the same thing and and get Climate Fresk into the political sphere. So that will be interesting to see if we can manage to do that next year. Oh, this is amazing. And I love how while it was a French initiative and a French award, it seems that you are actually leveraging further than just the French community. Well, yeah, it's all about the French-Australian communities and there are very strong ties in, in, in that community. So on the night, it was primarily French people, but, uh, but yeah, the few Australians that were present, uh, I think, got interested in, in what we were doing and also what all the other nominees were doing. Amazing. So you already touched on what are some of your objectives for next year. I wanted to rewind a bit on our conversation we had at the end of last year. You had many, many projects and one of them was to eventually move back to France. Where you are at with this one? It's still a plan. We have set a deadline, 2024. It's still far away enough that we haven't started doing all the preparations for it, but slowly we're doing that. And also we have quite a few people in our friends group who are doing the same move. We have one more year to prepare for it and uh, making sure that it's a successful move. Uh, But we want to make the most out of that last year we have in Australia. There's still a few trips that I would like to make without blowing my carbon budget. Planning on taking the train to Melbourne and uh, visiting some parts of Victoria that we haven't been to yet. Professionally, I'm still working on work for climate and I want to make sure that we achieve as much impact as possible in in Australia before we plan for what's next and whether the adventure continues in Europe. It's it's really about, for me, enjoying the lifestyle here whilst I can. So connecting with nature, getting out there, because even my surroundings, they're amazing. Like I, I live in Bondi and I still enjoy going to icebergs, the swimming pool in the morning as much as I did 10 years ago. Like to me, that's the most special thing about um, living here. So I, I want to truly embrace that before I move on. When times come, you feel like you have made really the most of it. 
They will exactly. be no regrets. Well, when you take the train to Melbourne and you explore Victoria with the most carbon-free possible option, let us know because I think um, for now in Australia, we don't really consider so much yet traveling by another transport mode than airplane. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's a nice adventure ahead. Yeah, I have read about a plan to make the Sydney to Melbourne connection around six hours which would be already cutting the current time in half. So so that's exciting. And uh, there's talks about the high-speed train projects being uh, revived as well. I might not be there to, to see it uh, in reality, but uh, I have hopes that it might happen in the next decade. Who knows? When you are French and, you know, you, you live in Australia, you travel by plane most of the time, and then you go back to France on holiday. I did that a few months ago and you take the famous TGV. It's so fun. Like it's actually nice. I remember when I was a child, I was just taking this train. It was normal. Even in France, there's the same momentum happening for the train. France is making some flights illegal now when the distance can be covered by train in a certain number of hours, I think two two or three hours. We have the same uh, challenge in, in France because there's still a lot of people flying uh, domestically. So yeah, more work to be done. Thank you, Lau. Is there anything you want to add to share with the podcast audience? Well, Climate Fresk just reached the 1,000 participants milestone. That was a really good way for us to end the year 2022 and position us well for success next year. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about this. Um, I'm hoping that next year we can accelerate even further and maybe aim for 5,000 participants or even more, who knows. Um, it's, it can happen very quickly when we have this momentum. So very, very happy with how 2022 turned out. And I'm super excited for 2023. Well done. Congratulations. And uh, we'll continue to follow you and Climate Fresk and everything that you do um, in 2023. Merci. Au revoir. À bientôt.